0: Hello, and thanks for tuning in to the Peckville Assembly of God podcast. We're so glad you're here. Now, welcome Pastor Tyler Drost with today's message. Thanks for tuning in, guys. If you'd help us by sharing this broadcast, inviting folks to tune in. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Faith-Filled Fridays. I promise this will be a blessing to you. It'll increase your faith. It'll cause you to come to a place in God where you have not been before. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing, and that by hearing the Word of God. Excitedly watching from Maine. Great to see you, April. We love you guys. Hope everything's going well with you up there. The Bible says faith comes by hearing, that by hearing the Word of God. So every time the Word of God is preached, the potential for faith to be born in our hearts is there. But it's up to you and I if we're going to receive from God. I said it's up to you and I if we're going to receive from God. You understand, when you begin to get a revelation of what the Word teaches. You know, I hear folks say all the time, well, I just wish God would do something about the devil. I just wish, you know, the devil's been beating me up. They give more credit to the devil than they do to God. You know, let me tell you something. God has already done everything he's going to do about the devil. He's a defeated foe. He's under your feet. The Bible says in Colossians that Jesus, through the blood of the cross, has triumphed over him and made a show of him publicly once and for all. So you understand, you get over there in Luke 10, 19, and the Bible says Jesus has given us all authority over all the works, all the powers of the enemy. You understand all the authority you're going to need, all God has done needs to do about the devil. He's already done and provided you with the authority and the power to overcome every scheme of the devil, every attack from hell, you understand. You have a greater power living on the inside of you, and that power has a name. It's named the Holy Ghost of power. Thank God. And let me tell you something. When the Holy Ghost comes over you, you'll feel a new boldness come upon you. You'll you, you get these dreams from God and wonder, how can how can I accomplish that? How can I do that in my own strength? Well, the truth is you couldn't, but thanks be to God there's a greater one who lives on the inside of you. And according to 1 John 4, 4, The Bible says it like this, little children, do you not know that you are of God and have overcome them? For greater is he that's on the inside of you than anything that's in this world. You know, Christians, I I can't figure it out. Dad said it Sunday and I'll quote him. He said, what I don't understand about Christians is they'll fight to stay defeated. He said, they'll fight to stay defeated. It's amazing. You know, what a turnoff to, to the world, I might add you know nobody wants to live a defeated life but for some reason Christians i don't know if they get their theology from you know certain songs on k-love or wherever it comes from but it's like they'll fight to stay defeated they'll fight to stay at the level they're at but the truth is your faith should challenge you i'll say it again your faith should challenge you it should challenge you in the area of your living challenge you in the area of your health challenge the area of uh your husband, you know, whatever it might be, wife, you know, managing things, eh, I'll challenge you in your finances. Every area of your life ought to be challenging you. Faith should challenge you to step up, to wanna, as I said to somebody in our small group chat earlier, to level up in what God has. You understand, you know, a lot of you, God's called you to do something great. If you're a son or a daughter of God, you must understand this that God has called you to do something great and significant for Him. You know, and I hear people all the time, well, You know, I just wish when God does this, it's like you put a bunch of prerequisites for God. You want God to do something for you, and then you'll do something for God. The truth is God has already done everything for you. God put his precious Holy Spirit on the inside of you. God's given you the name of Jesus to use. You understand God's given you the authority and the power to overcome every obstacle in life. Everything that looks like a setback, you ought to just have the mind of Christ speak it out of your mouth in faith to just say, it's not a setback. This is just a setup for something greater that's going to happen in my life. Oh, it just looks like a beatdown. No, this is going to be a breakthrough like you've never seen before. Well, the Bible says it like that in Psalm 91. It says, though a thousand may fall at your right side and 10,000 at your left, it's not allowed to touch me or my household. You understand, so, you know, and if you're not careful, people could say, well, that's arrogance. You're just a young guy. No, no, no. That's confidence in who my God is. The Bible says it like this. Now we have this confidence to come boldly before the throne room of grace. You understand when I pray, I don't go, well, maybe if God hears me, maybe if it's his will, you know, like most Christians do. No, here's what I know. Healing is always his will. Blessing is always his will. Salvation is always his will. The Bible says in 2 Peter 3.9 that the Lord is willing that none should perish but that all would come to repentance. If it was just about God's will, why isn't everybody saved? Is God not willing? No, it's God's will for everybody to be saved but not everybody gets saved. Why? Because you have to receive it by faith. You have to receive your healing by faith. You have to receive your blessing by faith. I talked to you last week about Hebrews 11.1 in the Amplified. Now faith is the confidence, the title deed, the assurance of things not yet seen, but perceives it as fact in the natural, what's not still you know, what's still in the supernatural. You know, and what you understand is when your faith raises to a place of you you start believing God. You don't look at situations like everybody else looks at things. You don't look at sick people like everybody else. At, well, you know, I got cancer. That's bad news. They're going to die. No, I look at them as the healed. As God sees them, God doesn't see you sick. God sees you healed. God doesn't see you broke. God sees you blessed. You understand, because of the blood of Jesus making a way where there was no way, God has, through the precious shed blood of his son, Jesus Christ. He, once and for all, the Bible says in Galatians 3, redeemed us from all the curse of the law. Am I saying you won't struggle in life? No, I'm not. Jesus said, in this world, you'd have tribulation. And most Christians stop there. But in John 16, he said, in this world, you shall have tribulation, but take heart, for I have overcome the world. The Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of all them. What I'm trying to tell you today is you got to keep fighting. You got to keep standing. That's why the apostle Paul said, you got to contend for the faith. You understand sometimes like, you know, people think things just come easy in life. Nothing great or of significance is going to come easy in life. You got to stand in faith. You got to fight and believe God. That's what the Bible says in first John chapter five and verse four that we have the victory that overcomes every obstacle in this world. The victory being our faith. When you understand, you know, I got to fight for this thing, folks, each and every day. And here's what I'm trying to tell you. Don't quit. Don't quit. Don't ever give up. Don't let believe in the lie of the enemy. You're, you're not, you know, you're born on, I hear this one all the time, born on the wrong side of the spoon. Last I checked, no baby's born on a spoon don't tell me it's about your pedigree or where you came from or where you did. No, no, no. It's about the God you serve, the God that's on the inside of you. Have challenges? Yeah, but I just look at every challenge to see it as thank God I'm more than a conqueror. What looks like a challenge is just a setup for another championship, just a setup for another victory. It's not a, a setback. It's a setup for God to do something great, for God to work great on my behalf, to God to show himself faithful. The Bible says, after all, am I not the Lord thy God who has spoken it? Will I not also perform it? Last I checked, I serve a God who speaks it and then performs it. So what I find out is if God lives on the inside of us, it's got to get past mental ascent. It's it's more than just thinking the right thoughts, that's a piece of it, and just speaking it out. No, no, you got to think that way. You got to meditate on it. You got to speak that thing out, but you got to put faith and action together. And when you put faith and action together, you can walk out on top of the waters. And let me tell you something, every time you get out on the waters, that's where you meet Jesus. I'm telling you, folks, on the other side of that camera, don't quit. Don't give up. You might be one day short of your biggest breakthrough, one day short of your biggest blessing. You got to keep fighting. Having done all to stand, stand firm is what it says in Ephesians. As long as you'll keep standing firm and confessing the word of God and believe in God and faith and keep working, putting your hand to the plow and believing God by faith. Let me tell you something. God is always faithful. The Bible said every good and perfect gift in James chapter one comes down from the father of lights, who there is no shadow of turning or variance with thee. In other words, God's never failed one person. He's not about to start with you, sir or ma'am. We serve a God who is faithful. We serve a God who loves to perform. The Bible says it like this. I love the message translation in Job chapter five and verse nine. It says like this, if I was you, I would go plead my case before God after all he is the famous one for working unexpected acts countless miracles. Oh, how he loves to surprise his children with good gifts. I don't know about you, but we serve a God who's famous for working unexpected acts. We serve a God who's famous for performing miracles. We serve a God who loves to surprise his children with good gifts. I don't know about you. But I'm not going to look at, at you know life like everybody else does. Like, well, I have to lose in life. Like I have to be behind. Like I have to be down and out. No, no. I serve a God who is greater. And last I checked, greater is he that's on the inside of me than anything that's in this world. That means any obstacle, any challenge, anything that would try to take me out or slow me down. Let me tell you something. I serve a God who is greater. And not only do I serve him, he lives on the inside of me. And if you're a born again believer filled with the Holy Ghost, he lives on the inside of you. Folks, you ought to just get that gift of God stirred up on the inside of you again, like Paul told Timothy, stir up the gift of God that's on the inside of you. Fan the flame, stir it up that came on you when I laid my hands upon you. And you'll find out as you stir up the gift and pray in the Holy Ghost and power, you'll find out things begin to change, things begin to shift, things begin to turn around, good breaks are coming your way. The favor of God goes before you. The blessing of God will make a way where there seems to be no way. Why? Because I haven't done all to stand, stand firm, stand on the word of God, keep confessing, keep standing, keep putting faith and action together. You cannot quit. Don't quit. Do not quit. Don't give the enemy the satisfaction of you quitting. Don't give the enemy the satisfaction of you quitting, having done all to stand. Stand firm. Stand firm. How's it going to happen, Tyler? I don't know. I'm just standing. You see, and I take it a step further. I believe so many believers uh, hold up the plan of God in their life for breakthrough because they try and figure it out in their own strength. I'll say that again. So many believers hold up the breakthrough miracle anointing of God in their life because they're trying to figure out how God's going to do it. Oh, God's going to use that person to bless me. Oh, God's going to... Look, I don't have to figure out how God's going to do it. He's God. I'm not. Here's what I know. He will perform it. The Bible says, "Will is he not the God who has spoken it? Will he not also perform it? Last I checked, if he spoke it, I could find a word for it in this book. I just got to believe with my heart, confess with my mouth, put faith and action together, and he'll perform it in my life. I found out it's true with healing. I found out it's true with blessing. I found out it's true with miracles and breakthrough. Spiritually, physically, financially, relationally, emotionally, every area of my life I have seen overflow, increase, anointing of God. Why? Because that's the goodness of our God. You got to work for it, folks. It's like folks tell me, well, God's going to bless me. They don't have a job. Get a job. The Bible says he'll bless the work of your hands. Come on, the work of your hands. Am I telling you, you know, you're not going to have to work at something. You're not going to, no, no, nothing great. Nothing substantial happens without work, without getting behind that thing. And and I will just say it, working while others are sleeping, hustling when other people don't. I, I, you know, I had somebody text me this morning and say to me, well, it must be nice, you know, to have, you know, something I have. And I said, it is. And you can have it too, if you're willing to work for it. They said, well, I I, I work. I said, I guarantee you don't work like I do. I drive the school bus, working at the church, still working in the garage, still doing landscaping, still cutting trees. You understand, I hustle. Believe me, my wife has to tell me to turn it off. So, don't get upset. You see me blessed because I'm hustling all I can and working as hard as I can to advance the kingdom of God in every area. But here's what I found out you got to hustle. You want to see God's best, you got to work, folks. And what I'm saying is if you won't quit, if you won't get defeated in your mind, get defeated with your speech, and defeated with your actions, I'm telling you, there's nothing you can't do. The Bible says, Is there anything too hard for the Lord? He said that in Genesis and also said again in Jeremiah Is there anything too hard for God? God. In other words, we the Bible says like this in Jeremiah, I believe it says, "He is the God of all people. Is there anything too hard for him?" Last I checked, he's the God of the poor and the God of the rich. He's the God of the middle class and everything in between. He is the God of the white, the black, the blue, the yellow, the green. It don't matter your skin tone, your pedigree, if you're from Maine like April is, Pennsylvania, Florida, I see some other folks on here. If you're from Africa, no, he's the same God. Anywhere geographically, there's no limit to his power. There's no limit to who he is. Look, God can take you and bless you no matter where you're at. God will bring you into a place increase no matter where you are. And last I checked, the impossible places is where God loves to show up and do something great. That's why they said about Jesus. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? But God said in Acts chapter 10 and verse 38, how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth, called him his earthly name, of interesting jesus christ of nazareth with the holy ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil don't tell me it's you, know, you can't do it because it's where you're from. You, you, you're putting limitations on the God who lives on the inside of you and directly insulting the creator who created the heavens and the earth, who's flung the stars into being, who loves you, who has great plans for your life. The Bible says plans to prosper you and never to harm you. Plans to bring you a great future and a great hope. Stop limiting what God wants to do. You serve a limitless God. After all, I would go to God and plead my case, Job 5 and 9. He is the famous one for working unexpected acts and countless miracles. Oh, how he loves to surprise his children. You know what I find out every time God blesses me, it's just like I hear the still small voice of God on the inside of me saying, Surprise. Come on. Surprise. I find out another breakthrough on my life. Surprise! Because God loves to surprise His children. God loves to bless His children. God loves to take you head and shoulders above the rest. The Bible says in Deuteronomy 28 He'll make you the head and never the tail. You'll only be on top and never be beneath. You know what I found out? If you have faith and get a revelation of who God really is, you can constantly be the head and never be the tail. You can constantly be on top and never be beneath. Will you be challenged? Yes, but thanks be to God, according to Romans 8:37, he has called us to be more than a conqueror. For greater is he that's in me than anything that's in this world. I don't know about you, but I can't, defeat is not even in my parameter. Challenges? Yes, but I'll overcome every challenge. I'll overcome every obstacle. I'll always be on top because the angels go before me. His angels are encamped around me. I'm empowered by the Holy Ghost. I got the word of God, which is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, according to Hebrews 4 12. Peace even the joint and the marrow. I realize if I'm empowered by the spirit of God, I got the word of faith deep down on the inside of me. I got the word of God deep down. The Bible says out of your belly will flow rivers of living water out of my there, There's no attack that can take me out. Why? Because the blessing of God is encamped around me. The angels of God are around me. Here's what I found out, folks. If you just find out what the word of God says pertaining your life and get it deep down in your spirit, I'm not talking just mental ascent. I'm talking real revelation of who God is and what belongs to you by faith. There's no turning in it. You can't convince me otherwise that God doesn't bless his children. You can't convince me otherwise that God doesn't love you and have great plans for you. Look, folks, I've been on both sides of this thing, and let me tell you something. We we serve a great God who loves to bless His children, who loves to heal His children, who loves to see His children dreams come to pass. After all, the Bible says in Psalm 35, 27, the Lord who takes pleasure in the prosperity of His servants. Last I checked, I'm not only a servant, but I'm a child of the Most High. I'll say that again. I'm not only a servant, but I'm a child of the Most High God. I serve a God who is greater than any sickness and disease, who is greater than any poverty and lack, who is greater than any sin and death. The Bible says in Deuteronomy 28, though the enemy comes in one way, that God will cause him to flee seven ways in front of me. It'd be the devil's biggest mistake to have him or one of his cohorts try and attack me one way because Jehovah is standing all around me. Jehovah is living on the inside of me. The anointing of God's within, but it's also upon. So it'd be in his best interest to stay away from me because if he tries to attack me, my God and his angels will send him fleeing seven ways according to Deuteronomy 28. See, what I found out is there if you could just find it in the Word and stand on the Word, there's nothing you can't do. There's nothing you can't possess. There's no place you can't go and be blessed. No matter where you go, God will always go before you and make a way. He'll always go before you and make a way. Last I checked, Philippians 4.13 still says, I can do all things. I can do all things through Christ Christ which strengtheneth me. Hallelujah. You understand in my flesh, there's nothing I could do. But because I'm empowered by the spirit man, because I'm empowered by the greater one, I can accomplish anything. There's nothing I can't do. And and I, I would say this, part of the reason that I'm living this victorious life as we're in this I Declare War series is number one, I've won the battle with my mind. There's nothing my mind's gonna talk me out of that I can't do. No, no, I already have a victorious mindset going into every situation, every circumstance, every setback. I already look at it and say, well, God, I thank you. This is just a setup for a blessing. Oh, I praise you for it, Father. Sickness and disease, oh, God, I thank you. That's already been taken care of by Jesus' blood. The Bible says by whose stripes we've been healed. So I just receive it by faith, Father, and keep moving on. Keep moving on. Some of y'all do you some favor to read 2 Kings 4, the Shunammite woman. Who finally receives her miracle. Then the child dies. And so many people tried to get her to confess out of her mouth that her child was dead and she wouldn't do it. She kept saying, it is well. All is well. I'm doing great. I'm blessed and highly favored. In the midst of the darkest day of her life, she refused to confess that out of her mouth. But just kept standing in faith. Having done all to stand. Stand No matter how dark the situation looks, no matter how bad things look, it's not over till God says it's over, folks. Last I checked, he's never failed one person, and he's not going to start with you. Just keep fighting. Just keep believing, just keep praising, just keep confessing, just keep worshiping for who he is. After all, he is the way maker. Hallelujah, I said he's the way maker. He's the promise keeper. He's the one who breaks every chain. He'll take you places. High in heaven's shoulders above the rest. The Bible says one of my favorite scriptures is this. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will cause you to ride above the high places of the earth. You know what I found out? There's no sickness and disease in the high places. There's no poverty and lack in the high places. There's no curse that can touch you in the high places. Delight thyself in the Lord, and he will cause you to ride above the high places of the earth. And I thank God, man, when I got that scripture, whoo, did that bless me. It'll cause you to ride above the high places of the earth. I said, God... You would care enough about me to cause me to ride above every problem, every circumstance, every situation, challenges? Yes, but thanks be to God, we overcome every challenge. We overcome every... I'm more than an overcomer. That's what the Word says. You're more than a conqueror. You're more than an overcomer. I read it to you last week, 1 John 5, 4. The children of God, you overcome everything in this world. By what? By our faith in God. By our faith in God. Overcome every obstacle. Overcome it. Every setback, no, it's just a setup. I'm not going to talk about setbacks. I'm talking about setups. Somebody talked to me this morning. He said, "Tyler, I just don't understand. I prayed, I believe in God, and, and I, I haven't seen this breakthrough the way I was expecting to see it yet." I said, "That don't make God not God." I said, "I'll just cause God to send it from a different direction and bless you in a different way, like you didn't expect." Let me tell you something. Don't quit. Don't ever stop believing. Journey wrote that song in the 80s, Don't Stop believing. i tell you what, it's probably more scriptural than half the songs on Caleb nowadays that talk about, I'm tired, I'm worn, I'm beat down, I'm broke, I'm busted, I got dents in my fenders and rips in my jeans. No, I don't. I have a great God living on the inside of me who causes me to have the victory. That's what the Apostle Paul said, 2 Corinthians. He said, thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph in every circumstance. Every circumstance, you're called to triumph according to the word of God not dents and fenders, rips and jeans, you know, busted, broke, uh, uh, talk about everything you don't have, it's time to start saying what I do have in Christ. I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. God goes before me. I'm encamped around with his angels. God puts me head and shoulders above the rest. There's a blessing coming my way. There's promotion coming my way. There's breakthrough coming my way. Oh God, I thank you. You're merciful. You're my rock. You're my shield. You're my provider. You're my promoter. You're the one who blesses me. You're the one who gives my life and shows me the path of righteousness. You're the one who causes my cup to overflow. You understand? You can either praise God with your mouth or mag your problems. You either magnify your God or magnify your problems. And here's what I found out. If you magnify your God, God will take you places your problems never could. Oh, I said, God will take you places your problems never could. God will take you places your problems will never could. You know what I found out from the hills of Pennsylvania? when I moved here in faith, church couldn't afford to pay me a nickel, which is fine. I had all these opportunities to go work on all these ministries. Pay me well, take care of me, all this stuff. And in the natural, that's what I should have done. But what I found out when I was obedient to God in faith, when He told me to move here, and I won't go into all this, but He told me to move here in faith, I found out God. It don't matter you live in the hills, coal hills of Pennsylvania. That God will set you before Hallelujah, before great people. God will take you places you could never take yourself. It's amazing. I got people blowing my phone up, other preachers. How do you get to meet these people? How do you get to be around so and so? How do you get to? Here's what I can tell you. It's called the favor of God. It's called be obedient to God, and God will make a way. He don't care if you're in the coal hills of Pennsylvania. I find out you don't have to be in LA. You don't have to be in Dallas. No, God will bless you right here. My friends that are watching in Kenya, God will bless you right there in Kenya. My friends in Maine, God will bless you right there in Maine. That new ministry you're believing for down under, God will put it right in your hands and cause everything to be. And you can do it right from up there in Maine. You know why? Because that is the God we serve. There's no geographical limits. There's nothing that can slow him down, hold him down, tie him down, hold him back. No, no, no. And if there's nothing that can hold him back and he lives on the inside of you, then there's nothing that can hold you back. There's nothing that can slow you down. You serve a great God who has great plans for your life, plans to prosper you and never to harm you, plans to bring you a great future and a great hope. When I'm telling you, we serve a great God who loves to fill his children's lives with good things, with good things. The Bible says in Psalm 84, 11, he be your son and he'll be your shield. And he will not withhold one good thing. Not one good thing from those who walk uprightly. You know what I found out? I made up my mind. I made it, it set so deep, not only in my mind, but in my heart. I purposed in my spirit. I'm not gonna miss one blessing. I'm not gonna miss one breakthrough. I'm not gonna miss one healing. I'm not gonna miss one moment with God. No, 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 no. He would not withhold one good thing. Not one from those who walk uprightly. So it's up to us to receive it by faith. Father, I'm receiving everything you have. Just as Jesus said in John 16, verse 13, 14, and 15, How be it when the Spirit of truth comes? He'll lead you and guide you into all truth. He does not speak on his own authority. No, he speaks every word he hears coming out of the Father's mouth. Then Jesus said this, and it makes me shout every time I hear it. John 16, 15, All that the Father has is mine, but I'm going to take it and the Holy Ghost is going to show it unto you. Everything God has, you have access to because of the blood of Jesus and your faith in who your great God is. He would not withhold one good thing from those who walk uprightly. Not one thing am I going to miss. Not one thing are you going to miss. Today's the day to make up your mind and start confessing with your mouth and putting faith and action together because of the great Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of me of God. I'm going places nobody else is going. I'm doing things no other man thought they could do. In fact, I checked according to Ephesians 3.20, that he'll do exceedingly, abundantly, more than I can ask, imagine, or even think. According to his Holy Spirit, that's that within me. So his Holy Spirit's working within me, and it's working within you. It's time we start setting our minds, setting our faith, confessing and believing, putting faith and action together, and watch our words become spirit and become life, and bring the miracle-working power of God, and demonstrate it to a generation like they have not seen before. I don't know about you, but I've made up my mind that I'm going to demonstrate demonstrate. signs, wonders, and miracles to a generation that's foreign to. I'm not just a motivational speaker. I'm not just, you know, well, you're a nice conference speaker. No, I'm a demonstrator of the power of God. Here's what I find out, just like in Acts chapter 4 and verse 29, where it says the Holy Spirit came upon them and a new boldness rose up on the inside of them. And they went forth preaching with a new boldness, demonstrating the power of God, stretching forth God's hand to heal with signs, Wonders and miracles take a place. You know what I find out is I'm faithful to preach signs, wonders, and miracles. God is faithful to show up and show off with signs, wonders, and miracles. Well, it's just a sovereign move of God. Guess what I find out? It must be sovereign every time we get together because every time we get together, we're seeing signs, wonders, and miracles. How do you debunk people getting healed? How do you debunk the lady two weeks ago out here gets up out of a wheelchair who hasn't walked in years and begins to walk and as the strength of God gets on her bones? She takes off and starts to run. No doctor can figure that out. No nurse can figure it out. No atheist can do something like that. Muhammad can't do that. Buddha can't do that. Let me tell you who does that. Jehovah Rapha, my God, who healeth me of every sickness and disease. That's why David said in Psalm 103, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. You know what I believe? Most believers have forgot the benefit package that comes with serving God, have forgot the benefit package. That comes with serving God. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Hallelujah. Who forgives all my sin and who heals every disease. Psalm 107:20. he sent his word to heal us. Proverbs 28, verse 1 says, The wicked flee when no one is chasing them, but the righteous are as bold as lions. I said, the righteous are as bold as lions. It's about time you get your spine back. You get your boldness back. Well, what if they get offended? who cares? Everybody's offended by everything anymore. It's time the church gets their intestinal fortitude back again and starts standing up and says, enough is enough. I've been putting a deadline on the devil. He's not harassing me anymore. That sickness and disease is leaving my body. That poverty and lack will never know me another day. In fact, it's far from me. Wealth and riches will be my portion according to Psalm 112. No, every blessing God has for me Proverbs 10, 22, the blessing of the Lord makes a man rich and adds no sorrow to it. When you study that, that means rich spiritually, physically, financially, relationally, emotionally, every area of your life, God will cause you to overflow because he is a great God who lives on the inside of you, who loves to bless you, who loves to take you into overflow. It's about time we make up our minds and say, I'm not battling anymore. The victory belongs to me because the victory belongs to Jesus. It has been imputed to me because of his blood and my... Faith in the finished work of Calvary. Enough is enough. So thanks be to God who always causes me to triumph and have the victory in every circumstance. Every single one. Spiritually, physically, financially, relationally, emotionally. Every area of my life, I know nothing but victory. I know nothing but victory. I know nothing but victory. Nothing but victory. Constant victory. Constant victory. Constant victory victory. I don't know depression. Depression doesn't know, I, I, yeah, but I have. No, 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 no. I'll tell you what I have. I have peace, love, and sound mind, according to 2 Timothy 1, 7. Stop confessing what you do have and start confessing what your God has and watch how what God has becomes what you have as you believe Him in faith for it. You meet people all the time. Yeah, I have depression. I have diabetes. I have this. I have that. Not me, and I won't have it. In fact, when people say, you know, well, you might, no, I won't. I'll be the one in a million. Look, I, I found out that my God, hallelujah, will cause me to be the one in a million. And if you believe him by faith, he'd cause you to be the one in a million. Well, what, what, what about flu season? Not touching me. Though a thousand may fall at my right side, 10,000 my left side, it's not touching me or my household. Hallelujah. The Bible says the trap of the fowler, Will not touch me. The Bible says I won't be harmed by the arrow that flies by day or the pestilence that comes by night. There's not one thing that can take you out. You read Psalm 91, that'll supercharge your faith. Start declaring that over your life each and every day. Psalm 91, Psalm 91, Psalm 91. You know, I have a friend in the military and he called me up before they sent him overseas. And he said, Tyler, he said, I got to tell you the truth, man. He goes, I'm nervous. He said, they want me to take over this platoon or whatever it was. And guys keep getting killed like crazy in this platoon. How, how, how am I going to handle it? What am I going to do? I said, here's what you're going to do. Hallelujah. I said, the first thing you're going to teach that platoon is Psalm 91. Every single day, they have to memorize it and confess it. Every day in faith, Psalm 91, Psalm 91, Psalm 91. Just keep confessing it. Just keep confessing it. You understand, he was over there a year and a half, something of that nature. He didn't have one casualty the whole time he led that platoon. Why? Because God's word always works. Psalm 91, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will, well, I don't know if it's his will. No, he will deliver you from every snare of the flower and from the deadly pestilence. Verse four, he will Well, i brother, sometimes it's his will, sometimes it isn't. You'll never see any miracles in your life. No, it is his will. If it's in his word, it's his will. He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings, you'll find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a buckler. Verse 5, you will not fear. Uh Uh-oh, there's your part in it. You're not supposed to fear. You will not fear the terror of the night nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor destruction that wastes at noonday. Verse seven, a thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it will never come near you nor your household. Verse eight, you will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. In other words, you'll only see victory with your eyes. Whatever you're looking for, that's what you're going to get. Whatever you're focusing on, that's what you're going to have. What you're meditating on with your mind, what you're focusing on, what you're speaking, that'll be your portion in Jesus' name. Verse 9, because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the most high, who is my refuge, no evil shall be allowed to befall you. No plague shall be allowed to come near you, nor your household. No evil shall be allowed to befall you. No plague will be allowed to come near you or your household. Verse 11. For he will command his angels concerning you. I don't know about you, but that gets me excited. He's got angels. He's commanded concerning me. Here's what I found out. I could command too according to Psalm chapter 8. And I just start commanding them angels to get to work. I thank God I'm riding my motorcycle for those angels protecting me, for those angels being all around me, for the Holy Ghost being on the inside of me and filling me. I begin to praise God out of my mouth. He will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all of your ways. Somebody say he's guarding me in all my ways. Verse 12, on their hands, they will bear you up lest you strike your foot against the stone. You will tread on the lion and on the adder, the young lion and the serpent. You will continually trample under your feet. In other words, any attack from the enemy, you will continually stand on top of. You'll always be on top of your circumstance. You'll always trample the enemy under your feet. Why? Because I have a greater God living on the inside of me. Why? Verse 14, because he holds fast to me in love, he will deliver me. He will protect me because he knows my name. Verse 15, when he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in times of trouble. I will rescue him and I'll honor him. Now, verse 16, with long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. God took about it and carried everything right there in that one chapter of the Bible any kind of sickness and disease, any kind of attack from the enemy. He says with long life, he'll satisfy you and show you salvation. Well, uh, we just don't know. No, here's what I do know. Long life will be my portion. His salvation will be my portion. His healing will be my portion. His protection will be my portion. His blessing will be my portion. His promise of God of promotion will be my portion. Why? Because bless the Lord, all my soul, and forget not, All of his benefits. I don't know about you, but I won't forget one benefit that God has for me. One blessing God has for me. I'm not going to miss one thing because of the great God I serve that lives on the inside of me. The great God I serve who lives on the inside of me. And he lives on the inside of you. I said he lives on the inside of you. The Bible says it like this in Romans chapter 8. It says the same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead lives on the inside of you and it'll quicken your mortal body, I said it'll quicken your mortal body. Hallelujah! He says, My nah, spirit, the same one that raised Christ Jesus up from the dead lives on the inside of you, and it'll quicken your mortal body." Yeah, but stop saying yeah, but. That's the problem. Your butt's in the way. Start confessing what the word says, not what you have. What the word says. Well, I ha- I have sickness. No, I don't. By whose stripes I've been healed. I thank God I am healed. I thank God according to Proverbs chapter four and verse twenty through 24, that as I meditate on his word, my flesh gets stronger, my bones get stronger. Why? Because my great God lives on the inside of me. His spirit's on the inside of me, running out sickness and disease, running out poverty and lack, running out all these things. Why? Because Jesus died and shed his blood to purchase it. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Forget not all of his benefits. I don't know about you, but I'm not forgetting my God's benefits. I don't care who preaches what. I don't care what famous televangelist is on there. Formerly famous, won't be anymore because he's standing himself against what God's word says. Thank you very much. Teaching people, well, that's not for today. You know, that that prosperity, that blessing, that he, I don't know about all that stuff. That's right. You don't know anything. But the word of God is always true. Your opinion counts for squat. I'll tell you what, cops counts is the word of God, which is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. And it's always working. The word's always working. The word's always working. I said, the word's confess that out of your mouth right now. The word's working for me. I said, the word's working for me. The word is always working. I'm moving forward. I'm advancing. You understand? You know, I just read this the other day, a medical fact. If you would write down five things a day that you're thankful for and confess them every day, being thankful for five things, this is what medical science is telling us. You'll not only live a happier life, but people that do live a life of abundance. And people are like, oh my gosh, that, that's such breaking medical news. No, the Bible taught this thing thousands of years ago. To bless God out of your mouth. To bless yourself out of your mouth. To bless your children and your children's children out of your mouth. To bless your job out of your mouth. To bless your your business out of your mouth, to bless your own finances out of your mouth. Start speaking life. Start speaking blessing. Start speaking what the word says. Start speaking what God says is yours by faith rather than telling everybody what you don't have. Well, I'm just not qualified. I was born on the wrong side of the spoon. I have this. I struggle with this. I, 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 who cares? Stop speaking what you do have and start speaking what God's word has and what God has. And what you'll find is as you speak what God's word has and what God has and you have an expectancy of faith that good breaks are coming your way, that favor is going before me, that God, just as his word said in Proverbs 3, has given me favor with God and favor with man. Just as Jesus grew in wisdom and stature, according to the book of Luke, and favor with all people, I'm growing in wisdom and stature and favor with all people. My child... Well, you know, my child has Down syndrome. I had Nicole on here a couple weeks ago. Her mom and dad, three years standing in faith. Well, the doctors kept telling her that Down syndrome was growing worse. She graduated as president of our Bible school. You understand? Well, my kid has Down syndrome. No, my kid's the smartest kid in town. Thanks be to God, my kid's an honor roll student. My kid will graduate valedictorian or whatever that is. Look, you understand? You don't have to speak what you have. Start confessing what you don't have and watch how you possess what you confess. I said, watch how you possess when you confess. And the same works in the negative. As you talk about all the money you don't have, talk about how sick you are, talk about how you don't have any friends, and woe is me, and I'm a victim, you find out how you run a downward slope right into more of that garbage. Instead, start confessing, I'm not a victim, I'm a victor. Greater is he that lives into me. I thank you, Lord, that you have blessed me. You make me the head and not the tail. I thank you, God, you've made me rich. Oh, I praise you, Father. Lord, I thank you, you've caused my spirit to flourish. God, just as you said in Third John chapter 2, Lord, that you, brother and I wish of all things you would prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So Lord, as my soul prospers, my finances will prosper. My marriage is going to prosper. My relationships will prosper. Uh, my, my health gets better and stronger. Woo! Joy to the Lord is my strength. I find out the joy of the Lord is my strength. Well, I just have the garment of heaviness. Then the Bible says put on a garment of praise. Just begin to praise God out of your mouth. Thankfulness coming out of your mouth. Good breaks coming out of my mouth. Blessing coming out of my mouth. There's not one thing that's going to hold me back. I'm the head, not the tail. Greater is he that's in me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm more than a conqueror. God's Spirit lives on the inside of me, the same Spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead and quickens my mortal body. Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights. The Lord is my Son, and He's my shield. He would not withhold one good thing from those who walk uprightly. The other thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus, come that I may have life and life more abundantly. You know what I'm saying? just begin to confess the goodness of God out of your mouth. Confess the blessing of God out of your mouth. Confess what God's doing. Don't talk about what's not working for you. Talk about what is working for you, because God's working Word always works. God, I thank you. Just as you said in uh, Jeremiah chapter 1, God, in Isaiah 55, you watch over your word to perform it in the lives of your children. So God, I thank you for watching over your word today, and your word is working for me. I don't say, well, maybe my, he heard my prayers, maybe he didn't. No, no, I boldly come before him. I thank you my prayers went straight to the throne. There's nothing that can hinder my prayers. There's no devil in hell that can stop me. There's no demon that can slow me down. I'm going to increase. If God is always advancing and ever increasing, then I'll always be advancing and ever increasing. I'm going to move forward in what God has. I'm going to keep walking in a And walking in blessing the good breaks are coming my way i'm walking with his favor surrounds me as a shield His favor goes before me. I have favor with god and favor with man god. I thank you for promotion I thank you god You said in proverbs 13 22 a good man leaves inheritance to his children's children But the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. So father I praise you That even though I work in a secular place, Father, that you're causing a promotion to come my way. You're giving me a pay raise, God, so I can advance the kingdom even more. Oh, God, I praise you. I magnify you. I glorify you. And you understand, that's exactly what David did in the Psalms. And every affliction, every trial, every trouble that came his way, he found out as he praised his God, hallelujah, as he magnified God out of his mouth, then victory became his portion. It didn't matter if there was a 10-foot giant standing in front of him, that everybody else was afraid of what did he say first things first what do you get for killing the giant and people laughed him to scorn. who do you think you are you're a weird little shepherd boy no what do i get for killing him? what's my reward hallelujah and then he goes out there and stands in faith while the israelites are getting mocked the children of god nasty philistines giant mocking and taunting god's people big mistake you want to mock the things of god you're watching on your side of camera i'm telling you you can mock me all you want you're making a huge mistake because you don't understand who my God is. Goliath taught him, and what did David say? Not only will I kill you today, I'll cut off your head, hallelujah, and show it to my people. Declaring victory out of his mouth before he ever got there. I said, declaring victory out of his mouth, even in the midst of the giant, even in the midst of when everybody else is afraid and everybody else doesn't know what to do. and I know what to do. I have the spirit of God on the inside of me. I'm going to speak victory. I'm going to speak life. I'm going to speak blessing. I'm going to speak. This is my portion. I'm moving forward and what God has for me. I'm not going to miss one breakthrough. I'm not going to miss one blessing. I'm not going to miss one healing. No, I'm going to continue to confess and magnify my great God and God's beautiful attributes. I thank you, God. I have everlasting joy. Oh, Oh, I have joy. Joy. I got joy. And I start singing about it. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. And just begin to sing. God's praises begin to magnify God out of your mouth. Instead of magnifying the mountain and magnifying the problem, it's time you start speaking to the mountain. It's time you start magnifying your God and declaring and not doubting in your heart and watch the thing get cast in the sea. Why? Because we serve a great God who loves to bless his children. He loves to take his children and make them head and shoulders above the rest. Head and shoulders above the rest. Look, I'm out of time for today. Know this, that I love you more importantly, the peckful assembly of God loves you, and God loves you. Until next time, well, I'll pray for you. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, I pray, God, everybody watching this TV broadcast, as they believe this in faith, whether you're listening on podcasts, watching on YouTube, Facebook, Fox television, whatever it might be on, I pray, God, they'd have a fresh revelation of who you are and the benefit package that comes with serving you, God. I pray they'd experience your benefits in abundance. Just as you said, taste and see that the Lord is good. I pray they'd taste and they'd see how good you are, God. How you love to bless your children. How you love to bring them to places of abundance, God. I pray victory and testimonies will be the continued portion of everybody watching this broadcast, Father. I pray as they sow, they'll reap. Just as you said in Galatians 6, if we don't give up, we will surely reap a harvest in due season. I pray they'd never quit. They'll never give up. They'll always fight, having done all to stand, stand firm on the word of God. I pray you bless them in abundance, Father. Bless all the partners of this ministry like you have for 104 years. And I know you will and continue to in abundance until you return. In Jesus' mighty name. Hey, until next time, may God's richest blessing be yours. Hey guys, we hope you enjoyed that message. And if you did, take a photo of you listening and tag us on your social. Thanks again for joining us. We love you, God loves you and may God's richest blessing be yours.